0: You've heard of Huntley and Brinkley, McNeil and Lehrer, Simon and Garfunkel, Bob and Ray. Now here's Michigas and Malarkey.
1: Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Good. How you doing?
0: All right. Season three, episode three, a.k.a. episode thirty-nine.
1: We're back to the regular crazy news cycles.
0: Fill us in on the royal funeral because I didn't really watch any of it.
1: Yeah, um well, it 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 went on for a long time. The 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 as everyone knows, the Queen of England died at the age of 96 and uh they have been planning her funeral for decades and uh it was really quite a quite a spectacular uh Spectacular thing. I mean, they, they, I'm not, it's funny, I'm not really a fan of the royal family, but I, not a enjoy, monarchist, no, no, but I do like seeing their funerals. I, um, oh, I God. remember, well, I, well, actually, yeah, in my younger days, I actually was uh, rooting for them, yeah. But, I mean, I I'm not, I'm, I'm I've calmed <laughs> you, down a bit you, since, yes, everything you. has calmed down a bit since then, but uh, now, what were the three big highlights
0: for you? Geez,
1: there were. Well, she died in Scotland. So originally they, uh, well, they had a few days of mourning in Scotland, which was really interesting because I did not know much about Edinburgh. So it gave me a chance to kind of see all the sights of Edinburgh just because, uh, you know, when I would turn on the BBC, the, uh, uh, the, you know, they'd be showing the procession going through the old streets in Edinburgh, which was really kind of fascinating. So, uh, The Scottish part was quite interesting, but what was the second biggest thing? Well, I guess the, the lying in state at Westminster hall was, and the, the, the queue, I mean, people were at one point they were lined up for 14 hours Mm. and that, that was fascinating to see that the BBC would, uh, go down the line and interview people. And it it was really an interesting, uh, very diverse mix of people online, Mm. um, there was this odd thing going on in America where you had these academics saying that people of color can't support the can't, you know, shouldn't be watching the funeral. They can't support the monarchy because of colonialism and so on. And then you'd see them interviewing, um, people in, in London lined up to, uh, to file past the coffin. And there were a lot of black people and, and Asian people. And I mean, just all kinds of people. I mean, it was like, you know, the, uh, You know colonialism is you know fading out i mean i suppose you could still say britain has some colonial outposts but uh you know the the people on the line seem very uh you know very happy to be there i mean obviously if you're going to stand for 14 hours you're there because you want to be
0: yeah it's either the uh, queen or lady gaga What about number three what's the third most interesting thing
1: uh on monday morning when they left westminster hall to take the body to uh or well take the coffin i suppose they said to, to westminster abbey uh they loaded the coffin onto an old gun carriage which is very carefully preserved and the royal navy they had sailors from the royal navy who pulled the gun carriage through the streets and there was a. Uh, it's only like about a 20 minute trip from Westminster Hall around the corner to Westminster Abbey, but it was the most impressive sight because they had the massed uh, bagpipes and drums leading the procession. So they had, like, I don't know, 200 bagpipers or something. And then a uh, uh, hundred sailors, well, actually, I think it was 90 sailors. Pulling the uh, the gun carriage, and then they have forty sailors behind it who operate as the brake if they have to stop (laughs) it. So it was it was really just amazing, and like the camera work of it and everything, and the music with the bagpipes. I mean, it was um, it was like watching a movie. You know, I mean, it was just like the most amazing sight. Hmm. And uh, I mean, what you know, regardless of what you think of the monarchy or whether there should be a monarchy, I don't really think of
0: them at all. You know, right.
1: Right. I mean, in my case, like if if you're of Irish descent in some way, your family is tied up with the right. British Empire. There's True. just no no way around that. Yes. But, um, but regardless of what you think of it, just the um, all the history like coming to life in the present day was was really you know it's amazing. It's just an amazing spectacle. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I'm glad we had have you. To report on it. Now, let's shift gears. The New York attorney general today filed a massive suit against Trump, uh, three of his children, and I guess the Trump organization. Right. And probably everybody has heard of that by now. Um, I watched, you know, live and I thought, uh, you know, uh, Letitia... Uh, James did about a B, a B plus, you know, she, some parts she was kind of halting and stumbled a little bit, but overall, I think she got the message across, which is that no one is above the law, not even an ex-president.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Donald is about to go through some things. Uh, (laughs) I, I downloaded a copy of the lawsuit which is 220-something pages. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, skipping around in it before. And it, it goes into uh, great detail about the, uh, all the financial manipulations. And, uh, you know, he, he was inflating the value of his properties when that suited him. And then other times he would uh, uh, deflate them. Yeah. Right, right, if, when it came time to pay taxes right. or whatever. So he, he essentially had like two sets of books, with, you know, depending on what, whether he was trying to borrow money. Right. Or impress uh, Forbes magazine or right. whatever. exactly. Or, or when he was, uh, when he and, was paying taxes. Uh, we have
0: to remember that uh, Mary Trump, his niece, uh, who I think was asserting that uh, he cheated her and her brother out of inheritance – Right. What was possibly, you know, one of the early, the, uh, her and Michael Cohen uh, were the two that, you know, really provided a lot of the information that, that that started this off.
1: So far as I know, Mary Trump, she has a lawsuit. And so far as I know, it's still going on. Mm mm-hmm. uh, now, I don't know if there could be a criminal aspect of that, because the, when they defrauded Mary Trump, it was like in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So it's possible the statute of limitations has mm-hmm. has passed on that. But uh,
0: So now today, uh, you know, uh, Letitia James said she was referring uh, over to, I guess, uh, the IRS, the feds and whatnot for possible criminal prosecution.
1: Right. The... The, uh, the lawsuit, as I mentioned, is 220 something pages. So it's pretty much a blueprint of, uh, all this financial chicanery, which, uh, my assumption is if it violates New York state law, it probably violates a lot of federal law too. Mm. And, you know, if you're cheating on your New York taxes, uh, and you're using the same numbers for your federal taxes, then, uh you know, the IRS could probably do something with it.
0: And then we, we switch over to um, uh, this other courtroom uh, activity where uh, the Mar-a-Lago documents. Uh, right. he, he got that uh, judge in Florida. I think she's in Florida, right? Cannon,
1: was it? Yeah, yeah, Fort Pierce, Florida, yeah.
0: And she appointed a special master, and now the guy that's doing that, I guess he's an older uh, judge who is, uh, moving quickly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's a reliable old federal judge who's, uh, they had the meeting the other day in the federal courthouse in Brooklyn. And it sounds like this old judge, uh, judge Deary has like absolutely no patience for any of Trump's shenanigans. So, uh, Hmm. he's going to move fast on it. And, uh, but The the big news item was that he told Trump's lawyers to produce evidence that Trump declassified anything. Right. If he declassified any of these documents, provide evidence, and they have some dumb excuse. They don't want to do that now because they may want to do it later to defend them. And the, uh, the judge said, well, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it, the, the lawyers are in a jam because they don't want to lie. You know, they don't want to lose their law sure. license for Donald Trump. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. I, I think this special master, well, there, there could be more problems because the special master could just, uh, you know, rule that all this stuff goes to the government and the government can proceed with the criminal case. Right. And then at that point, this judge in Fort Pierce can say, well, this, you know, the special master is really working for me and I don't agree with what he said. So I'm going to throw that out. You know, mm. I mean, she could still try to derail she could things, pull
0: so. a, uh, a bar and then we have just to close out the insurrection week coverage uh, the uh, committee hearing will be on September 28th so that's like yeah, about so a, uh, a week away
1: a week away yeah
0: and you think they said it's going to be the last one
1: uh, yeah they, they haven't really said what the topic is going to be uh, I mean, the idea is they, they could have stopped already. So if they're going to do one more, they, you know, you don't want to do one more and not have something worth doing.
0: Yeah. You want to finish with a, a bang,
1: right? You want to have a big, uh, big spectacular finish. So, yeah. so perhaps they have some evidence. Maybe the we, Grucci you
0: know, family will be involved.
1: That would be nice. Hey, yeah, listen,
0: yeah. uh, speaking of, you know, explosions, uh, Ukraine, Russia, um, uh, I guess uh, Putin had some some uh battlefield reverses and now he's uh trying to call up uh, you know, the uh, what is it, the mobilization, uh, drafting people, I guess, right? And then uh, guys were fleeing the country and there were some demonstrations in the streets,
1: right. Yeah, in fact they're arresting people and taking them to the police station and then drafting them in the police station. That's right. the latest I heard. So, that's a that's
0: uh, a brilliant idea.
1: Give, yeah, give them yeah. give them guns. Exactly. So yeah. uh things things are not uh not, not going, going well, well there for him. And yeah. then he yeah, and he's threatening to use nuclear weapons and uh so I d I don't know. I mean, what's gonna happen there? The, yeah. the the next podcast we might be talking about, you know, Putin on the run somewhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I think we might. All right. Moving on to absolutely the last pandemic update. Very briefly, uh, Biden declared pandemic over, but you say, apparently as a spontaneous aside, did they already walk it back?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was doing an interview with, uh, 60 minutes, I guess. And he, uh, he declared the pandemic was over and then everybody, you know, was kind of blindsided by that. And then people in the white house said, well, you know, he just, you know, he just said it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, it's not over. Right? Well, technically uh, like somebody was saying, technically he's right because it's becoming endemic. Right. You know, so it, he's, he's technically correct, but uh, I, well,
0: he's know, always, you know, uh, way out in front. Remember when he used to do that to Obama?
1: Right, right. You know, but I mean, that's, you know, that's Joe Biden being Joe Biden. Exactly. I mean, that's, you know, so what, what can you do?
0: All right. Uh, well, um, we'll see if they make in some kind of an official statement. Moving on to who's the media? And this was a tough one. I mean... You know, you think about uh, cable news, we've done that to death, and I don't know that there was anything new about that. Uh, Then you've got the, you know, the print digital media, they're just awful. Um, You know, they're kind of uh, uh, both sides in the Nazi salute rallies that are going on. So I decided maybe we should just uh, look look at uh, do a quick overview of the social media platforms and see uh, what's been happening there lately. So I'll tell you what I know, and you can fill in if you know anything further. Uh, Twitter is, I guess, still battling with Elon Musk over the his acquisition of the company.
1: Right, and
0: uh, you know, originally he said that they uh, over they uh, that they under underestimated the bots. But uh, that didn't seem to go anywhere. And then some, some whistleblower and stuff, former employee or head of the security or something, had other things to say. But that's kind of faded. And I guess it's uh, going into the courts. And I, I hear the chancery court in Delaware is pretty tough. So that's where that Twitter stands. Yeah. And Meta, you know, which is uh, the old Facebook, is now called Meta, um, they, uh, I haven't heard about any big breakthroughs in their, uh, uh, you know, AR, what is that? Augmented reality, virtual reality. I think they actually right. like, uh, closed down some of their, uh, projects that they, the experimental projects. So I don't, I don't think that's really, uh. Uh, you know, turning out the way that they hoped, right? Then you had uh, Spotify the other day saying that they were launching audiobooks, which is just kind of interesting. And then lastly, um, you know, TikTok, which is my platform of choice. The other day I was mentioning to somebody, you know, they said, uh, so you're really uh, looking at TikTok? And I said, yeah, I think I'm looking at it maybe eight hours a day. <laughs> they were like, uh, are you okay? You know? And I said, yeah, I I don't know exactly how many hours because I don't use the screen time app. uh, But I know that I'm overdoing it because the scary lady comes on and says, are you scrolling instead of sleeping? And, you know, that's how I know. All right. Let's move on into the game. And thank goodness you're back in the saddle on this one.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to go down a... um... We're going to go down one of these weird British history rabbit holes that I've now. Wasn't into. that what
0: the corgis were for? So, famous, uh, famously. So, what's your rabbit hole?
1: Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna uh, the the game this week. Now, this is the the famous Michigas or malarkey game. I'm going to uh, state some facts, and you will have to determine: is this Michigas, Meaning, it's true, but it just is kind of weird and crazy. Or is it malarkey, meaning it's just something I I made up? Now, um, one of the the rabbit holes that I was going down, watching all the funeral coverage on the BBC, was uh, about Britain's imperial crown. They had the crown sitting on top of the queen's coffin. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you have a mental image of what the crown looks like, but it has these big jewels on the front. There's this enormous ruby. It's known as the black prince's ruby. Wow. They, they know the, um, I mean, that goes back like a thousand years and then part of uh, uh, an African diamond that was known as the Cullinan diamond. And then they have uh, at the top of the crown, there's like a Maltese cross. And in the middle of it is a sapphire mm. that belonged to Edward, the confessor mm. who, who died in 1066. So that's how old that, that jewel is. Wow. But one of the uh, one of the things that's really bizarre about the crown is like there's a, it it was remade by Queen Victoria in the 1840s, and then it was re, remodeled slightly for Elizabeth's father just to like fit it to him better. But uh, the current imperial crown is like 150 years old, a little more. But it's got all these old you know ancient jewels and things from other kings and queens incorporated into the crown so Mm -hmm. it's like this whole um this whole like pile of english history (laughs) is in like one thing you can wear on your head yeah but uh you probably remember in the middle ages they used to save um relics from saints and from notable people yes and they put them in a reliquary like they'd have a reliquary with like the like a saint's bone or something Mm -hmm. like that or they'd have these churches with the skull of a saint and people would come and make offerings or whatever right um there there is a little silver reliquary that contains a finger bone from elizabeth the first um, after elizabeth the died one of the royal physics or one of the physicians um, saved uh, bones from her finger and it was put in a silver reliquary and if you picture the british imperial crown it's got like that uh, maltese cross on top and there's like a silver frame that holds that up and mm. under there there's this little silver box that hangs and it's a reliquary that contains a a finger bone from Hmm. the first queen elizabeth now it was encased in this silver reliquary hundreds of years ago so scientists in the modern era have thought it would be great to open that up and try to extract some of the dna and analyze it right like like they do. send it
0: to uh you know ancestry.com or 23andme
1: Right, they could learn something because she, Elizabeth the First, was of course the daughter of Henry the Eighth and Anne Boleyn, so they might learn something about the Boleyn family or the lineage of Henry the Eighth, which mm-hmm. would would be interesting. All the the Tudor bloodline, mm-hmm. and scientists have talked about this, but no one ever brought the subject forward with the Queen because right. they assumed she would be horrified at the suggestion. Mm-hmm. So when I was reading up on the uh, the crown is when i you know learn this that the, here there's a uh this finger bone is incorporated into the crown so now that charles will be the monarch there's a possibility that he could be convinced to allow scientists to extract the dna from the first queen elizabeth's finger bone mm. and that would allow scientists to you know learn about her Did she really have red hair or you know i don't know i don't think they could clone another elizabeth the first mm. but um that would be bad news for Ireland and bad news for me if they did. But mm. um, but anyway, that, that is it. There is a part of Queen Elizabeth I is in the British Imperial Crown, and they may have a chance to study that. Now, mm. is that Michigas or is that malarkey?
0: Oh, wow. Well, I have no idea whether there's a reliquary i mean is that part of the question or that, or that's a fact that there is a reliquary no that's there?
1: part that's part of the question is is oh, there, okay. is there is a there bone a of, of the bone? original okay. queen elizabeth as part of the crown
0: all right okay that makes it easier for me to, to, and, and, to answer
1: and is it possible that now in the modern era they will be able to extract the dna and
0: no learn, i'm learn gonna learn say and by the way you didn't mention the Kohinoor diamond
1: right well that's in a different crown oh That was in the Queen Mother's
0: crown. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Well, they want that back now, I guess, in India, right? Right,
1: right.
0: All right. As far as the reliquary, I'm going to say no, because I can't imagine the late, uh, you know, Queen Queen Elizabeth II uh, ever having, you know, that uh around and and even if it if even if it, if 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 it's if it were true i have a feeling that you know her corgis probably would have gotten into it <laughs> and chewed chewed it up so i'm gonna say that's malarkey
1: yeah you're you're right that is malarkey. Hey! but but the one. um the inspiration for this actually is i was reading up on the imperial crown and there is a frame of the crown there you know the The Maltese cross is on top with the sapphire that belonged to Edward the Confessor. And Mm -hmm. then right under that, underneath the frame of the crown, there are four pearls that hang from it. Mm -hmm. And those pearls are believed to be from earrings that were owned by the first Queen Elizabeth. Ah. So there, there actually is something of the first Queen Elizabeth in the, in the crown, but it's not her finger.
0: All right. Now we're going to the hit list or shit list. And uh, I happen to have seen, you know, the other night scrolling through how many different services do we have? I have Hulu. I have Netflix. I have HBO. I have Amazon. Maybe there's one or two others I'm not thinking of right now. But, uh, uh, you know, you have to scroll through all of them. Endless, right. endlessly to find anything of interest. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. That's um, true. And um, uh, so uh, the other night, I guess, you know, my wife said, well, you know, aren't there any of these new movies that we didn't see in the theaters? So we happened across this one, Katie Holmes. You're familiar with her, right?
1: Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: She was uh, married to Tom Cruise, right? And had a, a child with him
1: yeah 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 that's right yeah
0: she got all tangled up in that scientology business anyway um she happens to have uh written directed produced and starred which is quite a feat in 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 a movie it's a small it has a feeling of an independent movie there may have been some some big companies that were associated with it but um As far as I can tell, it was uh, actually shot during the pandemic and it was just released, um, I guess, in the last few months here in 2022. And it may have been in the theaters, but certainly we didn't see it there. And it's called Alone Together. It's about the pandemic and it's really interesting. Have you heard about this movie or seen
1: it? I think I saw a mention of it somewhere, but I didn't pay any yeah. attention to my it. Yeah, my
0: wife said she read about it in the New York Times, and maybe they did a uh, profile on Katie Holmes, you know. Um, but very interesting, uh, where essentially it, it starts in February, March of 2020. And, uh, uh, you know, Katie Holmes is uh, involved in a re- relationship. I think it's probably, you know, oh, I think it was about a year-long relationship with a a fellow and, um, uh, you know, they announce using clips from Andrew Cuomo, uh, you know, that, uh, this pandemic has, has just been declared and, uh, they're shutting schools down, et cetera, et cetera. And she and her, uh, you know, her, her partner are separated. Um, you know, he, he goes to check in on his elderly parents and she, uh, Oh, I think before he does that, he books an Airbnb for the two of them in like upstate New York to get away from you know the the pandemic. But he's not able to, he's not able to uh, to join her initially. She goes up there and discovers that the house has been double booked, uh, you know, through some error, some glitch, and there's a guy who's already in the house. And since she gets dropped off at night by uh, an Uber, a Lyft, actually, uh, they make a distinction, that then drives off, she's like stuck there with this strange guy in in the nighttime. And, um, you know, he says, well, I'll tell you what, you know, why don't you take the bedroom? I'll sleep in the you know, living room. We'll sort it out tomorrow. So uh, that begins, you know, their relationship and over several days or even maybe a week, uh, the the uh, partner of the Katie Holmes character is still uh, unable to get up to the house here. And so this uh, romance develops between the two of them. Anyway, the, the, int- the interesting part of it is how much of the feeling of the pandemic is in there. Uh, everything from, you know, the deserted subways and streets to the sirens going off. There's, of course, a very moving scene where, you know, she returns to the city briefly and experiences the uh, what was it, the 7 p.m. where everybody was banging on pots. Oh, right, uh, right, you know. right, yeah. So, I mean, and, and the masking that, you know, was going on. So, you know, really, here we are, you know, two years after that fact, and uh, she really manages to evoke with the stories, written, directed, produced, and starred, huh. uh, evoke, evoke the feeling of all of that, and I won't tell you how it ends, but um, it, I thought it was, you know, really well done, so I would recommend it.
1: Yeah, what, now what is that on?
0: I service. think yes. I think we ultimately found it on Amazon. How they have like these. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, right. You know, recent, uh, recent in the theater movies, uh, and you have to pay an additional whatever it is, fifteen or twenty dollars.
1: Yeah. See, I, I, um, I quit Netflix back in January, and then I just went back to it because if you, if you stay away you from. Pause pet- it. Yeah, if you stay away for ten months, you can you can come back within ten months, and it's like you just had it on the day before. You know they mm-hmm. save all your queue and everything.
0: Yep. All right. Well, you'll have to wait for Dairy Girls to come back then.
1: Yeah, yeah. When Dairy Girls returns, I'm sure I'll I'll uh, I'll take over the hit list segment for that. Okay.
0: Good. Good. So um, I think we did a pretty good job of uh, summarizing. We were holding off this episode, you know, for a few days to see if uh, anything major would happen. And I think probably the, uh, you know, you finished on the royal funeral and then um, we got the uh, attorney general today with uh, Trump and his kids and his his, uh, company. So I think that was a big development and I'm glad we waited.
1: Yeah, 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 that made sense. So we'll check back in next week. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. Take it easy. Bye. Bye bye.